Remember Harry Potter, remember Hogwarts, remember all those houses into which we all are sorted. Harry and Draco, Hermione and Ron, Dumbledore and Snape, Hagrid and McGonagall, we're gonna remember. Hey there, and welcome to Remember Harry Potter, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Harry Potter series. On Remember Harry Potter, we talk about all things openly, especially the relationships and everything that goes along with them. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can. So if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we We are are not spoiler free. This is called a telephone number, he told Ron, scribbling it twice, tearing the parchment in two and handing it to them. I told your dad had to use a telephone last summer. He'll know. Call me at the Dursleys, okay? I can't stand another two months with only Dudley to talk to. Your aunt and uncle will be proud, though, won't they? Said Hermione as they got off the train and joined the crowd thronging toward the enchanted barrier. When they hear what you did this year? Proud, said Harry. Are you crazy? All those times I could have died and I didn't manage it? They'll be furious. And together they walked back through the gateway to the muggle world. end. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. This is Maren. This is Emily. And this is Remember Remember Harry Harry Potter. Potter. Um, This is our last episode of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. We're going to be doing a little recap. We're going to try to remember all the way back to the beginning. I'm going to try not to freak out the whole time about the utter uh, and disgraceful neglect that's happening to these children and just enjoy myself. Okay, fun. Can Let's I try. do it? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So this book is like the first book, part two. Yeah, absolutely. And the movie is the same. Mm-hmm. The movie is just Harry Potter one, part two. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter part one, part two. Uh, we, throughout recording, we've done our character episodes, which if you guys skip those because you're like, this is dumb, don't. <laughs> don't. They're so good. Um, I suggest starting with the Basilisk one and just kind of <laughs> work your way back from there. Me too. Uh, but we're learning a lot of things about these people that uh, some of the time is interesting and fun to learn, but most of the times <gasps> just adds another level of what the f is happening at hogwarts yeah. right now um for example the fact that dumbledore was already suspicious of gilderoy lockhart and decided to hire him anyway he knew he he wasn't just suspicious he straight up knew that gilderoy was doing something fishy which to me is enough yeah uh so that's always fun to know that uh dumbledore just goes off of 
purely selfish vibes. Not even good vibes. They're all selfish vibes. It's all, uh, we learned this later um, about him and his... um, the one that got away. The what it say. is. It's his one that got away. Uh, the, their their whole goal was like whatever you got to do for the greater good, and he has not let go of that. As much as he wants us to believe he has, and as much as um, the magical world has doesn't know that that's what's going on always from the beginning. It's the greater good for him. The greater the good, the harder the blow. Shoot, I gotta I gotta fix that. <laughs> Fixed it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is, I believe, Dumbledore's first interaction with an actual Horcrux. It's got to be because right? he doesn't we have know to what's going hope on. that this is the first that he's been suspicious. Meowfly just hissed at you <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I'm just sitting here minding my own business, she's recording just, a podcast. <laughs> she's mad that her seat is not comfortable. <laughs> she just looks at me and hisses. <laughs> I didn't even touch her. I'm so far away from her. It's funny. All right, cool. Anyway. I I wonder if she touched this and she didn't like it. Maybe. I'll move it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, we have to hope that this is when Dumbledore first starts to investigate the possibility that there is more going on with Voldemort than he ever suspected is happening um, but it's also, if he doesn't already have some weird plan in place, he's already putting Harry through weird trials for unknown reasons to him, I guess, up until this point when he's like, wait a second. Yeah, he does everything. It, I'm sorry. I've had, I've had like almost shouting matches about Dumbledore with my husband because my husband hasn't, he's only read the books once and he didn't even get through book six. No, he didn't get through book seven. There's seven books, right? Shit. So he didn't even get through all the way through book seven, and then he quit reading them. So he really only has the knowledge of, like, just watching the movies. And he's just convinced that Dumbledore was just doing his best. He's just going around trying to make life as good as he can and solve as many mysteries as he can. But when you really read them and you get to know the characters and you get to know what's really going on, you really you start to understand that he's just... He, he knows something. He knows something from the very beginning. And instead of, like, doing the work himself, he's putting this kid in harm's way because he's like I think this kid might have absorbed part of Voldemort somehow somewhere somehow so let's just see what happens and instead of like truly being his mentor and truly helping him he just doesn't stop him from being in terrible situations all the time and I think you know Harry almost dies several times and it's most of the time it's just luck that he doesn't but what would Dumbledore have done if he had gone and fought Voldemort on his own because Harry's part of Voldemort that was inside of him also died who knows nobody lucky that lucky that Harry didn't die and that uh, Voldemort was able to use him for six years to get what he needed yeah which I mean granted Dumbledore died for the cause. He sacrificed himself and I will give him credit for that just mostly because I'm like gosh, thank God he died because now Harry can actually fight on his own and not have to worry about oh what about Dumbledore the whole time because he does that. 
Of course he does. We all do that for people who we look up to and love. I'm not going to like, I, I, I would rather, even if my parents are abusing me, it's still like, well, they're my parents and I have to make sure that they're okay. Right. We all do it. It's not right, but it happens. And that's what Harry's doing. He's the, Dumbledore really is his like parent figure. Yeah. At the end of book one, I was like, I'm still like 100% convinced that Dumbledore reset those trials to be things that Harry, Ron, and Hermione oh, yeah. could do themselves. There's there's no question about that. At the end of this book, it's harder to pinpoint his influence and how he was part of all of these things. But I yeah. still feel like he was. Well, he certainly didn't stop any of these things from happening, which yeah. is a big failure on his part he knew that somehow one of the kids was being like possessed basically because there's no way that any of the kids there are the heir of Slytherin so it was either Harry who had you know the horcrux or whatever influencing him Mm -hmm. or it was another kid being influenced which he knew Hagrid hadn't done it 50 years before so he he, I just feel like he had to have known that some kid was being possessed by Tom Riddle somehow. I mean, he didn't know how, but he knew something bad was happening and he didn't do anything to stop it. In fact, he kept letting it happen even after he left. Yeah. It almost makes you wonder if he did think it was Harry the whole time and he just kind of wanted to see yeah. what would happen. And like That's if eventually true. Tom Riddle would manifest more or like because... I mean, he tells Harry at the end, I think that part of Voldemort attached itself to you. So he already is working with that knowledge. So then it's like, this starts to happen. Harry's the obvious only connection to Voldemort in the school, like, obviously. Yeah, so, and I didn't really think that Dumbledore had thought that it was Harry until kind of today, where I was like, I think Dumbledore just this whole time has, like, been thinking, it must be Harry doing this. And instead of stopping it, I'm just going to let it play out. We're just going to see what happens. Damn the consequences and kids might be getting killed. Mm-hmm. We got to figure this out. I hate that. Yeah. Harry could have died. Uh, any of those kids that got petrified could have died. It was all just luck that they didn't. Down with Dumbledore. I'm not down with Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not down with him. I'm down with uh, <sighs> uh so to recap this book harry oh yeah first of all his birthday gets interrupted because of some boring dinner (laughs) where he gets framed by dobby the house elf for ruining the pudding it did look like a good pudding though yeah god Um, i would have eaten that (laughs) me too i'm really hungry right now uh, me too We never eat before we record, and it's always a dumb idea. (laughs) So we do get introduced to house elves, which is fun. It is fun. Um, Here's here's what's really fun. Uh, We get introduced to Dobby as like, oh, he's just silly guy, and he's just like, he doesn't have very much control over his life, and he has to punish himself if he does something bad. And this is kind of an unfair because his we learn later that his owners are pretty much the worst wizards you could ever be owned by but um god what we don't know is how powerful and awesome house elves are yet yeah it's kind of it's an aha moment (laughs) reading back realizing the author's intentions is 
even in her own story, she gives minorities this huge power and doesn't let them use it. Honestly, they are the most powerful creatures in the books, and they are literally enslaved. Mm -hmm. Huh. Weird. Huh. Capital H, capital U, capital H. (sighs) Catching on to some themes here. Hmm. Uh, we also get to meet the burrow, which is definitely mm. a character in itself. <laughs> Whomping Willows, Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> uh, we get to go to a ghost birthday. It was the grossest party in the world. I feel like I recently read something about the birthday that I was like, <laughs> I want to talk about that, but we had already covered it. Let's talk about it now. Is I it feel about like it the s- rotten fish? No, I feel like it had something to do with like the location. Okay. Because they just like do it down in the dungeon. Yeah, it's in the basement. It's in the dungeon. I don't remember if I had like a better idea of where they could have had it or. (laughs) It's down by Snape's office just to make him mad. Yeah. (laughs) They all hate Snape too. Mm -hmm. So they're like, let's put the stinkiest party by his, his room. Yeah. (laughs) Most of our food will come from his weird. He's like, damn it. Pantry. I hate these stupid ghosts. Mm hmm. Dear diary. <laughs> we get introduced to the idea of wizard duels. Oh, yeah. Like the formalities involved in um, proper wizard dueling. It's the worst lesson taught at Hogwarts. <laughs> There's no actual like, let's teach a lecture, a proper lesson, and then let you practice a practical lesson. No, it's just this is the word you say, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing good happens after that. And then they never have another meeting. They never have another, like, follow-up, like, okay, I know that last one was kind of messy. I'm really sorry. I should have written my lesson plan out a little better. Let's try it again. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, just the idea of teaching, like, proper dueling seems a weird choice (laughs) to a generation that just, their parents just went through an actual war, where it's, like, all politeness of a duel isn't something that you yeah no a duel is pretty much the dumbest thing I can imagine happening I'm sure we talked about this on the episode I don't Mm -hmm. remember I it's that was a long time ago but duels are dumb and it's like let's properly go out in the street and kill each other when it's like yeah my parents literally just had to like shoot spells at each other for months and months and months in order to not die yeah but we'll do this very proper thing with our cape on our one shoulder no 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 we (laughs) bow to each other before we (laughs) jinx each other like goodness gracious um we're of course reminded of the fact that hermione can do anything she wants aka make a polyjuice potion at the tender age of 12 making one of the most powerful potions you can make damn hermione like dumbledore had to know this was happening because snape's like these ingredients went missing and dumbledore goes to the library and he's like ah yes our P- polyjuice potion book has been checked out by Hermione Jean Granger. Well, yeah, like, of course they know that this is happening. Yeah, they too. know. Snape knows. Dumbledore knows. They all know everything that's going on, and they don't do anything to stop it. They just let it happen. So you're Dumbledore, and you learn no. that Harry Potter and his friends are making a polyjuice potion. What do you think that they're using it for? <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny I think uh, okay so I'm I'm Albus Woodruff Wilson and I'm like 
these guys are gonna be me and I'm, I'm purposely leaving pieces of my beard all around the castle because <laughs> I want to see myself because I'm that narcissistic. Oh, my God. They're right? obviously going to impersonate me to get something done. <laughs> to figure out some information. <laughs> so I know that Harry will want to be me. Minerva, give me a piece of your hair so that Hermione can be you. And... Uh, Let's see. Ron obviously wants to be Filch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't that's know. a choice. Because, okay, here's the thing. Ron wants to be Lockhart. Ron, I, that was my first choice, actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, when they do the potion, they finally, finally, after months and months, they get this potion done. And Hermione accidentally turns herself into a cat. And nobody says anything. Accidentally. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the loudest laugh I've done in a while down here. <laughs> um, le- nobody says anything. They- there's no other way that she could have become a cat. No spell is that strong or powerful. It has to be the Polyjuice Potion. She doesn't get in trouble for it. She just gets to be in the hospital and get brushed for a while. It's fine. Nothing's nothing's wrong. Man, Hermione gets turned into a cat and petrified in this book. Yeah. She sure does. Shit. Poor Hermione. Oh, my gosh. And she has to hang out with these dumb boys all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah true. I'm kind of mad that they do use Polyjuice Potion just to turn into Crab and Goyle. <laughs> Because, like, it was their only idea, but, like, think of the shit, they like, the (laughs) havoc they could have. What if Ron had turned into Percy? Like, what if they had just turned into all the teachers? Like, (laughs) (laughs) just run around. Oh, you go to detention. 400 (laughs) points to Ralph Ravenclaw. Who knows? Whatever. It could have been amazing. So funny. Instead, they chose those two idiots. Yeah, boring. incredible they definitely learn from their mistake though mm-hmm. in the future they they use it they use it in a good way <laughs> a very very good way um boring 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh we get to meet really dumb people like Gilroy Lockhart <laughs> and Cornelius Fudge and Dare I say Aragog? <laughs> Aragog is um on my he's on my shit list. He's like he's like number three. He's a terrible, terrible character. Mm-hmm. And then dare I say we just simply chamber it up after that. The chamber is awful. Um, there was a little bit of butthole gaping to get you guys through it. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. We don't apologize for that. Absolutely not. I'm just waiting (laughs) for the day that someone gets inspired to make us fan art. And I hope that they go for things like the gaping statue butt (laughs) with a snake going up it. Like I want We're giving you guys gold here. A side view. Snake up and then Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like you want it coming out of both ends. I do. Mm-hmm. I tr- truly do. We do. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So that's fun. <laughs> um, it, This book 
really, um, I used to think, oh, the first two books are very mellow and nothing really, really scary happens. I was really wrong. I apologize for that. I apologize for being incredibly wrong about how traumatizing these books turned out to be. Harry almost gets killed by Voldemort in the first one all by himself. Nobody there to protect him until like the last second when who Dumbledore comes swooping in. And in this one, he almost dies in the chamber straight up, literally like looks into the, the bright light of death mm-hmm. and then... Luckily, doesn't die because the phoenix is there crying. So that happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to remember these two as being easy breezy in comparison to the rest of the series. <laughs> but when oh, you do man. take them and look at them real close, you go, oh, no, all this has been <laughs> fucked from the beginning. Yep. So that's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. And that's fun. I'll leave you guys with the... Oh, did you have anything else you want to talk no, about? No. Are you kidding me? I couldn't possibly talk about <laughs> anything else in these books. I need a, I need a summer break. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the back of my paperback is a an ad for The Prisoner of Azkaban. And it just has this little blurb. And it says, Harry Potter has to sneak back to his third year at Hogwarts after accidentally inflating his horrible aunt Petunia, which is incorrect. He inflates his horrible aunt Marge. <laughs> um, but returning to Hogwarts means facing Sirius Black, a 12-year prisoner in the dreaded fortress of Azkaban, convicted of killing 13 people with a single curse, which we learn is impossible uh black was said to be the heir apparent to the dark lord voldemort now black has escaped leaving only two clues as to where he might be headed black lost everything the night harry defeated you know who and the azkaban and the azkaban guards heard black muttering in his sleep he's at hogwarts he's at hogwarts Harry Potter isn't safe, not even within the walls of his magical school surrounded by his friends, because on top of it all, there may well be a traitor in their midst. Uh, yeah, get excited for that. Forget about the things that were wrong about it. Yeah, just don't act like Harry's ever been safe at Hogwarts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not even for one day. No, his life was uh, much safer, not better, but safer at the Dursleys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait to come back. <laughs> Me too. I'm excited. So yeah, enjoy your summer breaks. Um, try not to inflate your ants unless <laughs> it's an accident. Sometimes Listen, it happens. If that bitch is so mean to you, try to inflate her. Oh yeah. Good point. Tell us about your attempts. Okay. If you find something that works, let us know. Oh, honestly. And until next time. <gasps> Let's create something magical together. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> You've been remembering Harry Potter with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Harry Potter Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly 
bonus video, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at rememberharrypotterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Yes, please leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. 